0: This is Lydia Duprat, the Ho Mentor, and these are your online mentoring sessions on Ho Radio. Hey Ho, I'm so excited to bring you a controversial topic. Oh my God, people are going to react to it. But all I really care about is you and your understanding of what I'm about to talk to you about. And it's a taboo within the industry or community, and it's the hoarchy. I'm rebranding the adult industry, as you might recall from another one of my episodes. Uh, I'm trying to remove the word whore. Not a fan. Not a fan of the stigma. So from hoarchy to hoarchy. Uh, not as catchy as adult entertainer archy. So we're going to go with how or key. Now, it's always a battle between different types of people in the industry on who is actually better. Everyone needs to feel with status. Uh, the, all, this is, we're not unique. All industries have some need for perceived status. It's why industries have award shows. Whether if it's the AVN awards. Or the, the Emmys or the Grammys. People need to feel better than one another. <laughs> they need to rank. Um, so I'm just I'm going to do the rankings. I picked four common jobs in the adult industry. I have created a five point scale. And we're going to find out right now who is better. That's right. I'm going to just say it. Now, disclaimer, I was a high-end escort, porn star, I did strip, and I was a webcam model as well. So I have done all four of these jobs, and that's why I feel qualified to, to discuss them in detail. Here is the five points, and it's not a scale, so you don't get like, oh, two points for this. It's just one point or zero points. I like to just simplify things. The five points are how much money is made, how much contact you have to make with your customer, how um, flexibility on staying anonymous, how this can be used as a stepping stone in the future. So you get one point if it is a stepping stone and no points if it's not a stepping stone. And safety level, let's start with escorts. Do they make a lot of money? One point for that, because yes, they do. Two, full contact, so that's zero points. They have to make full full contact with their customer, can remain anonymous, one point. Escorts can blur their face, they can tour in different cities or countries, and they use fake names. Is it a stepping stone? Yes, they get one point for that. Escorting is a fantastic stepping stone, whether if you're using your money financially to fund a business or another dream, or just with the connections that you make from networking with these wealthy gentlemen. Here's where escorts lose a point it's extremely dangerous because they make full contact anonymously they are subject to trafficking assault and arrest even worse it's all bad it is not safe not safe zero points escorts score four out of five next let's do strippers so do they make a lot of money I gave zero points for this because the cash flow is very inconsistent and unless you're a famous stripper, you're going to, the majority of strippers have very inconsistent cash flow and they have to pay house fees, they have to tip the bouncer, they have to tip the DJ. By the time they're done tipping out, they're, they're just not bringing home that much unless you have a huge following, you're getting private bookings, zero points for the cash flow. Next Strippers make no contact with their customers. I mean, maybe they do, but in general, you don't touch a stripper. So boom, one point. Are they anonymous? They can be semi-anonymous. I know girls who strip at clubs 20 miles away from home. And in the future, when they're meeting their family, they can't Google a girl and be like, oh, you stripped? So they get one point for being anonymous. Well, it's called semi-anonymous is stripping a stepping stone. Absolutely. fucking lootly. Look at Cardi B. Even Channing Tatum. You can strip your way into fame. You have access to celebrities. And since you're not making full contact with your clients, you can shed that stigma all motherfucking day. And it has an extremely high safety level. There's bouncers at some of the more famous clubs. They even have police at the entrance. You're going to be okay. So safety level get a point where does that put us strippers score four out of five next job porn porn stars porn stars make good money they're making about a thousand dollars per straight sex scene plus the real money is being made from them producing their own content so yay for being able to keep all of their money controlling their image controlling their cash flow you get a full point for for income do they have to make full content with their customers They do not, but they are making full contact with their fellow performers, so they lose a point for that. But Lydia, so you're saying that making full contact is wrong or bad? Bitch, you full-on know what I'm trying to say. Sit down. We're still going down the list. That brings me to my next point. Porn stars cannot shake that stigma. It's there forever! Forever! You can Google me right now and see the inside of my butthole. It's not going away. It cannot go away. They, they will be crucified for their career in porn until they die. Zero points. Porn? Is porn a stepping stone? Absolutely. Yes. Not only is it a stepping stone with the fact that you can create and control your own content, which gives you freedom, flexibility, and you can really fund your your next level dream. There are some great mainstream opportunities as well. We have James Dean, Sasha Gray, and now look at Stormy Daniels. And porn stars score a point for danger levels. They are the cleanest people ever. They get tested every two weeks for STDs. And usually the only time someone pops for anything is when they're entering the industry and they've never had an STD test before. For the most part, you can expect to not get assaulted on set. It's happened before, it's happened to me, but cameras are rolling, it's not typical to get assaulted. So the danger level, you get a point, it's very safe. Overall, porn stars get a 3 out of 5. Next up is a webcam model. Webcam models gotta take a point away right away. They make the least amount of money. It's hardly sustainable. Most webcam models have several hustles going on, or even full-time jobs, and they do it part-time. But here's where they get you. They make no contact. In fact, they don't even have to leave their home, let alone their bed. So, one point for making no contact with their customers. Is being a webcam model a stepping stone? No points for that. There's no, there's no famous person or rich person who has made their fortune off of being a webcam performer. Webcam models get a point for being able to stay anonymous they have the luxury of geo blocking so they can block out states they can block out countries they can really control their audience and for danger level it's the safest because they don't have to leave home so webcam models end up scoring a three out of five so escorts four out of five strippers four out of five porn stars three out of five webcam model three out of five these points can be argued especially Anonymousness. If you swap that anonymousness with porn stars, a lot of people think porn is the top because of the fame. So that could put porn stars, bam, right? Four out of five. And with webcam models, you can argue the stepping stone. Point as well, because webcam models they're gonna say I don't need it to be a stepping stone because I can remain anonymous and work for home. I'm not really making much of a sacrifice here, so I don't need to struggle to use it as a stepping stone. Webcam models usually use it to supplement income and it serves its purpose. So that would put webcam models at four out of five as well, depending on what purpose they actually are trying to serve for themselves and what purpose they're trying to serve for themselves. Now, since out of all four of these jobs, everyone scored between three and four points with one point being a variable, I can see why everyone believes that they belong at the top because they do because we're all equal in the regards of what we're doing, why we're doing it, and the sacrifices we have to make. It's really up to you where you hold your value, where you hold your self-importance, but it, it doesn't make you better than someone else. And why do you need to feel better than someone else? Is it because you feel shitty about what you do? Maybe you should try one of the positions that you keep talking smack about. I know some escorts who talk hella shit about porn stars, but low key, they fantasize about being a porn star and making contact with people that they're actually attracted to. I know cam girls who talk shit about escorts, fantasizing about having all those experiences outside of their home and finally making a ton of money. So if you're hating, you're projecting. So either stop or keep it to yourself and maybe take the time to reflect and be like, huh, maybe I should branch out or, huh, I'm a salty bitch. Maybe I should retire. There you have it. The hoarchy debunked. It's so problematic and destructive to the community aspect of our industry I'd really appreciate it if you did just take the time to consider this, to share this message, to educate others, and to practice more open-mindedness and acceptance. No matter who you are, no matter what you do in this industry, you belong. You're allowed to be here. And if you want to just do one job or if you want to try all the jobs, you're allowed to do that too because we are not regulated. And even though that can be scary... It can be really beautiful too because you don't need some sort of PhD to try and strip or to try and webcam or to do porn. You just need to have the balls. If I may get personal, I'd say I had the most fun doing porn because I was so boy crazy and I just loved the attention. Uh, I made the most money doing escorting webcam was my safety it's how I got started in the industry and it was consistent work that made me feel very comfortable and in control webcam gave me a lot of control I didn't have a great time stripping I did it for a very short amount of time what I did like about stripping was I was in the best shape of my life (laughs) I looked good and I got to low-key freestyle with, you know, just walking the floors, offering lap dances, and I was able to convert uh, customers in the strip club to escorting clients. So that that was great. My biggest issue there was having to pay everyone else, uh, tipping out. I had an issue with that, and I had an issue with other girls. They weren't super friendly to me, and I just didn't really have the patience for it because I was just trying to work. If I had to go back... If I lost everything today and I had to go back to the industry, I might do porn again. Yeah, I think I would do porn because I really want to fuck hot guys. (laughs) And I would love to take advantage of the fact that you can create your own content now and you really can produce your own porn. So I would love to just take the fans and the viewership that I'm getting from my professional scenes and just redirect that traffic into my own content and and develop a nice passive stream of income. So yeah I would I would do that porn. runner up would be escorting. I tri- I transitioned out of porn into escorting because uh, it was such a such a better use of my time. You make a thousand dollars. For five or six hours on a porn set, but I was making $1,300 an hour escorting. So it was, it was just a numbers game. It, it just made more sense to escort. Being hella pimped out and in a vicious lawsuit with my porn agent also had something to contribute to my retirement as well. So if I was prioritizing money, I would go back to escorting. If I was prioritizing my experience and longevity, it would be porn. I hope you enjoyed your mentoring session today because it is sponsored by thehoenetwork.com. It is entertainment created for the adult industry where we all get to be the end user. It shows for hoes. Okay, I'll see you next time. Take care of yourself and don't just survive, thrive. are you still listening I know I love this song too right it's so good